0: Our host for Lacrosse Talk PM. Rick Sola. Alright, welcome to Lacrosse Talk PM. It's Friday. Just driving home. You happy? It's Friday and you get to drive home. I gotta stay here for another hour. Which is awesome. Actually, it's kinda of getting kinda of fun. It's been uh, two weeks now since I took over the show full time. You talk to Eric, I should be fired by now. Eric from Sparta. Uh Today's show started this last week. just want to kind of continue it. It's going to be kind of a not so much a free-for-all Friday as much as it's going to be a sports free-for-all Friday. So if you want to talk sports, that's what we're going to do on Fridays. Uh, if you bring some other stuff up, we can we can hit on it. But I, I would like to keep it a little bit sports because we can all relate to sports. Packers played last night. That was weird, right? ADR Field, they played in Winnipeg. Did you, did you hear about this? I was... A little odd, I, I didn't watch because it's preseason, but I read. I read about it, and uh, at first I saw eight Packers lose on 80-yard field, and I thought field goal. thought maybe the headline was wrong, and I was like, wow, somebody kicked an 80-yard field goal. And I'm like, mm, Canada? Maybe they're using the metric system? Which wouldn't have been yards. Uh, and meters, I think, is longer. Last night we had right here on Wisdom Central High School football takedown, Eau Claire North. You getting excited for how good Central High School football is, or did you not realize, or did you realize that Eau Claire North has lost now 28 games in a row? So it's hard to hard to gauge where Central's at. But Johnny and Jordan Davis look good, and when we talk about sports, I. I'm going to bring Grant Bills in here. Actually, we're going to try this. It might fail. We're going to do this at 5.15. We're going to do a dual show. We've got the boards all set up so that we can do a dual show. We can listen in. We can listen We're going to bring Grant Bills. We're going to plot him up on WKTY. This is Grant right now.
1: Their ...public relations department, because you go all in on expanding your product, right, showcasing your product, your players, your coaches, your teams, In other countries, in other markets, and in Winnipeg,
0: Grant clearly talking about Central High School's football win last night, right there, or not? Uh, We'll tune in. Yeah, we'll bring him in at five fifteen. We'll talk three sport athletes. I guess more more so multi sport athletes, and kind of hovering around those Davis brothers who play for Central. One's a quarterback. One's a wide receiver. They're both riding. They both have scholarships to play for the Badgers in basketball. So these guys are playing football right now, so we'll get to that. Um so I'm gonna to go to news right now and try to set it up so we come back right at five fifteen and we'll get Grant on here from WKTY. Alright, welcome back to the Crosstalk PM from Rick Sillum. We're gonna bring Grant Bills on here in a minute. We'll see if he's uh we'll see what he's up to. Hopefully this works. I hear him talking, but now I don't hear him at all. There we go. I don't think
1: it's a huge deal playing on an 80 yard field, but it's certainly not. A good
0: That's Grant starting his uh, show. This
1: is the biggest sports league, certainly, uh, in the world.
0: We're going to talk about multi sport athletes today a little bit. Uh, sort, kind of hovering around Jordan and Johnny Davis playing for today. Central Football.
1: Uh, but right now, we are going to join uh, a different show, and a different jo- show is going to join ours. We're going to talk to Rick Solom. Uh, the host of Lacrosse Talk PM on our sister station WIZM, which is where you're going to hear uh, the second game of a two-night uh, high school football doubleheader uh, on WIZM. Of course, Brew is going to be over here tonight. We're going to talk three sport athletes. We're going to talk Johnny Davis. We're going to talk Central and, and all things high school football. Right now, let's try to as I'm here, with, man, with as little awkwardness as possible. <laughs> uh, try to join Rick. Rick, are you there? Yeah, I'm, we're we're listening
0: to your intro.
1: <laughs> Did you intro me?
0: I, I did a little bit. I'm kind of like perplexed right now because my mouse doesn't work, um, so I can't. I have to. Whatever the show log is, that's what we're getting today, and we're getting no intro music. And uh, I'm getting engineers saying, "Unplug it and plug it back in." I'm like, "It won't plug back in." So I'm like a
1: little bit like uh, just off. I'm a little off. That's the advice you're getting is is unplug it and plug it back in. Yeah, I, I love that. So Ricky, you're doing a, a Sports Friday. You talk all sorts of things on the on Crosstalk PM. A lot, a lot more complicated topics. A lot more nuance, Savics, than I handle. But today you're doing sports, right?
0: Yeah, and I, I already kind of hinted at that the the central game yesterday. We have Logan on here in a little bit. Like you just said, uh, Johnny Davis, Jordan Davis, the the quarterback wide receiver combo. You know those guys are playing football right now. They have full rides. I think they have full rides yep. to play for the Badgers next year. And then you kind of just wait. And oh, by the way, the Badgers basketball team. And I always think that that's really cool that those guys are are playing football. And, you know, they're they're kind of putting their collegiate careers on the line by playing football. I think one of them was injured all of last year because he did he break his ankle?
1: Yeah, there have been injuries, and football is obviously a much more physical sport than basketball. And you know what, Rick? Watching Johnny Davis play last night, of course, he plays quarterback. He's throwing the ball all over the field. He's handing the ball off to his, his really great stable of running backs. Peter Fleming was awesome last night. Uh, but he's running all over the field, too. Like, he takes hits. He likes to, to carry the ball. And he looked fantastic last night. But like you said, putting his body on the line a little bit is running quarterbacks' view. Bouncing around, throwing down spin moves. I, I mean, y- you hate to think that they are risking injury, but they're just so good at what they do. Jordan Davis had a couple of touchdowns, including a last-second Hail Mary-type touchdown going into half. Those two were everywhere last night. Now, let me,
0: uh, I'm a little naive. Is
1: Jordan the quarterback? Johnny is the quarterback. Johnny, Jordan yep, is the okay. wide receiver, and Jordan yeah.
0: Davis is the one. I guess he dislocated his ankle last year and missed, you know, most of the season. He did it in football, yep. and I mean, that's that's pretty crazy that he's even come back to play football, having had that injury.
1: Well, with... I, yeah, I was talking with our, our play-by-play man, Drew Kelly, about how if I was a wide receiver or a running back or an offensive lineman or any player on that Central football team, I would look to Johnny Davis and and, and be a little bit inspired. I, I would have faith in my leader, my quarterback, because he's willing to put his body on the line and, and fight for us. It would be very easy for Johnny Davis to say, you know what, you guys have fun playing football. i got bigger things to worry about, but he doesn't, and, and he's really willing to go out there and, and to play with his brothers, to play with his teammates, and I think that probably that probably inspires his teammates a little bit. Would that inspire
0: you? I think that both inspires his teammates, and if we want to look to role models, you yeah. know, often we look at professional athletes. We have two, two colleges in town that, you know, they, have, they probably have some role models. But if we want to get right to the base where we can, you know, hey, I'm actually going to go play high school sports at some point in my life. You know, your kids could be going to these Central football games. There's these two guys. They're out there playing football. Then you're going to see them playing basketball. In a couple of years, I'm going to get to high school, right? Your kids are going to get to high school level, and they'll be seeing them play college basketball for the Badgers. And they'll be like, oh, yeah, those guys played football at Central, I can play football at Central. I can play multi-sports. Yeah. I don't
1: have to do a one-sport thing for, for my entire childhood. I, and I think specialization is becoming more more popular, right? Kids just want to focus on one sport. And, look, if you are another level of talented at, uh, at the junior or senior high school level, like, I don't think anybody would blame Johnny Davis or just saying, you know what, I'm going to hang up my cleats, I'm just going to focus on basketball because now I've made it. I've got that scholarship and I need to keep working to make sure that is still my focus, right? But seventh grade, eighth grade, you see kids, you see athletes sometimes saying, okay, I just want to do this sport. And I think that's a problem in our youth sport culture, you know, call it what you want, because kids are losing out on life skills gains through multiple sports, from multiple coaches, from multiple teams. And I think a lot of kids are missing out on that, hopefully, This example of Jordan and Johnny Davis kind of helps remind kids, yeah, you can do more than one thing.
0: Yeah, and they're missing out on friendships even, I think. Uh, Other kids play sports. I didn't figure out that track is an awesome sport to just go out because you can just hang out, and yep. there's girls on the team. And that was pretty <laughs> awesome as a as a senior in high school. I was like, "Whoa, there's girls out here!" And we just hang out for four hours, mm-hmm. and I and for ten minutes I throw the shot put because I wasn't any good at throwing the shot put. But the the four hours after that, I just hung out and like made a whole bunch of new friends that I didn't have because you got your weird runner friends and your. Your big shot put friends, and yeah. I, I don't know. It was a whole different culture going off for track. So I really kind of, when I look back at my high school career, I'm like, man, I wish I would have went out for track uh, my whole high school career as, as opposed to just senior year.
1: Well, and it's not just about athletic experiences. Like you said, you make friends, you get connections with coaches, and you learn life lessons. I was a two-sport athlete in high school. I did track and cross country, and then one year I did swimming. I swam a lot in middle school and in elementary school, but I never carried it into high school. And then my sophomore year, I was like, I miss swimming. I want to go back and do it. And that's where I made some of my best friends. That's where I got to hang out with some of my best friends. Going to meets and really that bond, those friendships, came through some really hard work. Swimming is not easy, right? And that one year of experience, I wish I would have been able to swim all four years. It was just it was too much for me, right? I would get back to track, and i feel like my legs weren't into shape. So I think two sports sometimes, for some kids is that perfect amount. Three sports is great as well. You said you were a three-sport athlete in, in high school, right, Rick? That's just, no surprise to just you.
0: Just senior year, okay. played three sports. What What I figured out, too, junior year, so my best friend lived across the road from the high school, and in the spring, so when basketball season was over, we were basketball dudes. We would just go to his house across the road and play video games and eat nachos and cheese. Oh, yeah. And then we would uh, go play dunk ball in the driveway, but we weren't getting any. You know, like, that's nothing. Like, that's, I mean, that's fine, but we're not getting, you know, we're not getting anything out of that except maybe a little fatter from playing video games and eating nachos.
1: Well, that's that's part of the, the friendship part of sports as well. I, I think a lot of kids are very tempted at a young age to say, I know I like basketball. That's going to be my focus. And I know I'm all out on it and I'm willing to quit football. I'm willing to quit quit track or or, or swimming or or tennis or whatever, and and kids don't always know what they want, right, in seventh or eighth grade. They might change their mind, and and you hate to miss out on that that experience and that time in other sports, And, and there are no known benefits to specialization, right? There are a lot of downsides. There are a lot of negative side effects, but there aren't really any benefits to specialization in one sport, especially at a young age, right? Elementary school and in middle
0: school. Yeah, when you're when you're young, there's there's virtually nothing <laughs> nothing's going for you. If you're just going to play basketball as yeah. a, an 11 year old, what is that? The ball you're not even regular size at that point. <laughs> so the basketball you probably use a small basketball at that point and. And to uh, just get an experience, you know, when you get into middle school, hey, here, here's uh, – are they running cross country in the middle school? I think so. Here's, here's a cross country team. Now you're getting – this is a life oh, yeah. sport, cross country. This is something you might do the rest of your life. Uh, you know, and then basketball. I, I loved basketball as a kid. That was my favorite sport because I could always just go out in the driveway. My neighbor often complained. He goes, he goes to me one day like when I'm like 30. He's like, Rick, you were a really good kid during, you know, well, when you were, you know, in school and back in the day. And he goes, but I couldn't stand it. You would play basketball <laughs> at midnight. I would just be yep. out shooting around all the time. But, man, did I get a lot of experience. Football especially. Like, I got a lot of just a lot of knowledge and experience and, and pressure and just, like, you have to think a lot more in football yep. because really your your body is on the line if you don't do things right. There's a whole other aspect to playing football, um, that that you that I don't think you get in any other sport. And then you know those other sports, you're just you're using different muscles. Your your mindset's different. There's different pressure when you're the you're in a relay, in track. I mean, I did Fat Man's relay in track, so sure. it's not like there was a lot of pressure, but it was still like this thing where you're you're in the midst of. I was the anchor, of course, because mm-hmm. I was the shot put like skinny <laughs> kid on the yeah. Um so like it was a really weird feeling running down the track and having like a crowd cheer laugh at you cheer for you I don't know what they were doing really um as as this guy with the baton and had taken it from a teammate so I mean you get all these different experiences from different sports so to to go into one one aspect, especially as a really young kid, yeah. or even even in high school, like if you're just gonna play basketball, I think you're missing out.
1: Yeah, I, I do too. I think what you said about cross country. Cross country is a life sport, right? Like that you can run the rest of your life. And I think different sports have different benefits and advantages, right? Football, you can't you can't really get twenty two guys together with pads and with helmets and a field and cleats and bang up on each other, and I think that's why football it is so emotional, right? Because this is the one place a lot of kids are going to be able to play competitive football. And when their, their final senior season wraps up, it's very emotional because that's kind of it. Most players don't go on to play at the next level. Cross country, you can do the rest of your life, right? Basketball is something you can do with your siblings or your kids in your driveway. Every sport has, has some different benefits. And I think if you only specialize in one or the other, you really miss out. And I know in my middle school, Rick, we had four sports seasons. So you could try out four different sports every year if you wanted. And, of course, there are three seasons in high school. I don't know about you, but being in three sports or being in more sports always made it feel like I was busier. And the school year passed more quickly. I was like, oh, man, it's time for spring sports already. I think there's a benefit to that, too. You're staying busy.
0: Well, I just don't know what kids kids uh, are doing if they're not playing sports or you know i mean you don't just have to get your kids in sports i'm not saying that that's the end all be all but math club (laughs) chess club i don't know there's stuff there's stuff like that too i think there's a benefit to all that stuff but to just have kids in extracurricular activities after school i think that's going to be a little bit more beneficial than just getting a job hey go you're going to go work maybe get a job one day on the weekend or something but yeah um man when i played football I did not want to do anything on Saturday because my body hurt.
1: Absolutely not. You, you don't. You, you, I, with my parents, it was always you're either going to play sports or you're going to be working. You have to do one or the other. And I think you do need to be involved, right? And my mom would always put the pressure on, okay, well, well, what else are you into? Is there a club? Is there an organization that you can join before or after school? So for me and some of my friends, that was Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And that's a great connection to sports, right, talking about sports and talking about life experiences off the field or outside of competition. I think the more things that – that young kids can involve themselves in the busier they stay, uh, and, and the less time they have to wander, the less time they have to waste, right? And, and I know Rick, you were just involved as could be in in high school and in college.
0: The, what's What's funny too is when uh, I played lacrosse in college. I, yeah. I, I, I I needed to play more sports. I'm like I tried out for basketball as a junior, um, and and was in prime shape. I actually got credit. It was like a basketball class, so I got credit for it, which was awesome. And then when it came time to like make cuts on the team, the coach was like, well, you're a junior. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I didn't expect to make a team, but I got credit. And then I was in such like prime condition that I just, my, all my roommates played lacrosse. I'm like, I'm just going to play lacrosse. And I was a terrible lacrosse player, but I'm, uh, I was one for two in scoring goals.
1: I, you know, I, I'm a junior. I'm about to be a senior at UW lacrosse and, and I don't play any organized W, you know, YAC sports. I do play flag football in the fall and in the spring, and I'm not great, and our team isn't winning championships, but I do think even at this stage in my life, where I'm not playing organized sports in the sense that, that, that I was in high school, I think it's good to get out and compete, get, get out and work out and, and be active and have a little bit of sense of competition. And, and, and sometimes I think it's good to, to be a little upset that you didn't win or, or feel a little bit proud that you were able to, to come together with a partner, with a team, even in a sports. And, and be a part of competition and maybe win or lose i think that's good for people too yeah there's
0: there's that whole just yeah being being in the not maybe not on the spotlight but the, a little bit of the spotlight if you have the ball and if, or if you know like the the puck or whatever it is you know mm-hmm. whatever sport you're playing or if your team depends on you to finish the race um the thing too about even i know a lot of high schools even have intramural sports you know yeah. the, on top of everything else like its it sets a your it keeps you in shape a little bit. Even, like, even then when you go on to college, inter- intramurals is about the funnest thing I ever did in college. Oh, yeah. And that's how I made most of my friends. Like I made all my friends playing intramurals because then I'm like, oh, hey, you live on my dorm. I didn't even know you until I saw you uh, playing intramural basketball. And then we're lifelong friends.
1: Yeah, it's funny how, how you can make those connections. You never think. I mean, I've played uh, flag football with the same couple of friends. We played volleyball, uh, and we played softball as well. It's a good way to, to maybe not stay in shape. You know, I'm not going to act like running a half hour a week is going to drop the pounds off, but it's better than nothing, and it's good to get out and feel a little bit of sense of competition and a sense of camaraderie. I think that's really good for people. So it's not just about competing in high school or in middle school, but some of these life sports and taking advantage of organized sports when you can. Rick, so i got to ask, we're running short on time. Are you going to just talk with your listeners and tell uh, – Tell glory stories uh, from your from your old days in high school and in college. Is that what you got planned for the rest of your show? I think so.
0: The the funny thing too. The one thing I, I want to say about like when you when you get into these sports even in college yeah. and you're just doing it for fun. I'm also too competitive, so we'll be playing <laughs> volleyball for fun, and I'm kind of sweaty anyway. But I'll be like drenched in sweat and be like, man, Rick, why are you trying? Why are you trying so hard? And be like, well, I'm not actually trying hard. I'm just sweaty. Or
1: sometimes it just takes over that competitive feeling. Yeah. I, and I think it's it's a good it's good to have that opportunity to be competitive uh, and to really push yourself. And we're going to see that tonight again on WIZM, Rick, as you're going to have another high school football game. Drew Kelly and I are going to be headed to the north side, Logan and Memorial. Last night, uh, Rick, Central hung 60 points on Eau Claire North. That game was on your station last night as well. I'm hoping for a closer game. Today.
0: Yeah, do you do you expect a closer game? Because Eau Claire North has won't
1: lost 28 games in a row, I believe. So yeah. we kind of expected that. But what do you expect tonight? Eau Claire North is not a great team. They never have been. I grew up about a half hour from there. And they. I don't know if I can ever, in my memory, think of a of a good season, a winning season. Sure. or close to it for North. Uh, Eau Claire Memorial is a good squad. They have a very talented running back who's committed to the University of Wisconsin already. And I think Logan, like we saw last year, has some athletes, has some players. It, it's, for them, it's just going to be about putting it together. Like, they need, to, they need to be organized and they need to play together because they've always had good athletes they've always had good players. Much like Central, but Central has, has rallied around their leaders and, and have been more organized. So I, I think we're definitely going to see a closer game tonight. Uh, I think lacrosse Logan has a tough task with, uh, with the old age from Oakland Memorial coming into town.
0: All right. Uh, hey, Drew, uh, Drew. Hey, Grant, that'll, that'll wrap up our, our little combo segment with – Grant Bills on WKTY, Uh you want to listen to him, he'll be back in here Thanks, at and 6.50. Is... Oh, and he's and he's gone. Yep, smooth. We were smooth until right at the end there. Uh Yeah, Grant Bills, Drew Kelly on our station, 6.50 p.m. for that game right here on Wisdom. We're going to try to take a break. Since the mouse isn't working, I'm going to hope that it just automatically goes to Scott's comma and news, and then I'm going to try to fix the mouse in that little time period and hope for the best. Godspeed. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk P.M., Computer catastrophe right now. Now the computer just turned off, so I can't see the board at all. Super fun. I have no idea when the next break comes. Sorry if that break was long. I couldn't change it. Uh, Before we went to news and Scott's comment, we had Grant Bills and WKTY on. Do a little dual show. We're going to call it Between the Wall or Through the Wall. Maybe Through the Wall. Have the Kool-Aid man bust through the wall. Uh, because Grant Bills, if you're looking on Facebook Live, well, you can't see my arm. But he's over there. Uh, he's over there. He's over there. He's just to my right, through that wall. And he, I can hear him talking. He's talking really loud. Uh, we were talking a little bit about Johnny and Jordan Davis of Central High School Football, two guys that are going to play for the Badgers next year, which is awesome. They're playing football right now. They're going to play basketball for the Badgers, which I think is pretty great that we we see a couple of kids not go to that one-sport situation and just focus on basketball, even though they have quite a bit riding on their basketball, at least careers in, in college, you know, maybe beyond that. But at this point, you know, Division One college athletes playing for the Badgers, that's a pretty big deal. And they're out here playing, Central, playing for Central football. And uh, One's the quarterback, one's a the receiver. They hooked up three times last night for touchdowns. We can go to the phones, the Better Hearing Center, talk and text line six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. Air 7914 Eric
2: part is on here. Yeah, I have a question for you. Why don't you, why did you try to apply for a job at WKTY? Cause All right,
0: thanks, Eric. Very constructive, as usual. Uh, I work at WKTY and WIZM. It's called Midwest Family Broadcasting. We have seven stations, 94.7. AQ98, Classic Hits 947, Z93. I work at all of them. Super fun. It's a great place to work. Uh, 608 785 7914, the Better Hearing Center talking text line. Did you watch the Packer game last night? Did you see that they were playing on an 80 yard field? That was odd. I didn't watch the game, but I would love to know uh, what you guys thought of that. I was uh, playing volleyball as per usual. No, wait, what was yesterday? Wednesday? Hi, Tyler. (laughs) <laughs> Come fix the mouse. I found a mouse. Wait, is it this one? I found this mouse in somebody's studio, and I tried to hook it up, and then this went dark, so now I can't even see the board. <laughs> and I unplugged and plugged that back in. We're doing stuff on the fly, and I would uh, go to break and help you out, Tyler, but I can't see the breaks anymore, so I don't know what to do. Uh, a couple of headlines we have on wizardnews.com. Ashley for the Arts donates over $590,000 to nonprofits. You heard that right, $590,000. Did you guys go to Ashley for the Arts? I heard uh, it was awesome again this year. Uh, I had a bunch of friends going there. I wanted to play in a volleyball tournament that weekend, and I asked a couple of my volleyball friends if they would play with me, and they're like, no, we're going to Ashley for the Arts. And even if we didn't go to Ash- uh, go on Saturday, we would be in no uh, we would be, have no capacity to go uh, play volleyball the next day. Based on the fun that, that we're going to have for Ashley, at Ashley for the Arts, uh, we're going to go back to the phones. I believe this is number three.
2: Are you the head streetcar conductor down there today?
0: I don't. I, a streetcar conductor. Is that like the thing in San Francisco?
2: Yeah, the head one, the head cheese. Anyway, are you still going to have the mayor on Monday? The
0: mayor's coming on Monday. He has a big meeting at 5 o'clock, and then, oh, uh, he, and then he's, he's going to try to out. cut out. He's cutting out early.
2: Oh, he's going to cut out of the meeting early. Yeah. So so we can meet with the mayor.
0: Yeah, we can talk to the mayor. What, what do you think is the biggest thing you want to ask the mayor about?
2: Well, I don't know. Maybe one of these deals about uh, the police and fire department, Wanting to go into the post office building.
0: Oh, right here, right here in town. Yeah. Oh, make it a trio, a trio government building.
2: They want, they want to put the fire department and the uh, police department under one roof. Yeah. And and you know the post office is maybe going to be leaving down there. They don't need all those facilities anymore. Okay. I'm seeing the mail go to the city, so. I think uh, that's maybe what I want to talk about. Okay. Okay. So if I'm up and around, I'll be calling you. Okay. All right. All right. Keep, your, keep your powder dry over the weekend. All right. Thanks a lot. 10-4. All
0: right. We're going to take a quick break so I can, like, figure out the logs a little bit, and we'll be back in just a minute right here on WIZM.
2: No, yeah. All right.
0: Welcome back to La Crosse Talk TM. We're back. Situated. Tyler came in, fixed everything. Simple fix, but only he can fix it. Actually, I'm not even sure if it was that simple. I couldn't figure it out while doing the show. 608 785 7914. I don't do that too fast. 608 785 7914, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. I'm going to try to look at these texts here. Minnesota Brent, just wait till the two new central players. Yeah, that's my boys that. Wisconsin transfer, they have two weeks, but they are pretty good. You do have to put that on the air. You do not have to put that on there. Hey, Brent, maybe put that part uh, first because I'm reading these on the fly. I don't have a wingman in here, so I'm reading these texts on the fly. I'm sorry, Brent, if I read that. Um, Libertarian guy said, thanks for the tickets. My son picked them up five minutes before we closed today. All right, I hope you have fun at uh, Rocking the Prairie. Tomorrow night, if you guys uh, – I don't have any tickets to give away, and if, even if I did, I'd have to hide them in, like, a planter outside if you guys were to come claim them. Uh, sports stat uh, – let's see, Joe texted in, if you wanted a sports show, you should have pitched in. Projecting sports on an audience that expects issues pertinent to lacrosse will not go along with sports stat info. Come on, Rick. Yeah, because, you know, relating kids – your kids playing in – Uh, middle school sports and high school sports and watching a couple of guys that are going to be Badgers that play in town right now and are going to play for the Wisconsin Badgers in basketball and are playing football right now for Central High School. That's not interesting at all for the city of lacrosse. I know. Sorry, Joe. Sorry I'm bringing up sports. And nobody likes the Packers either. Um. Yeah, so I like to do a little bit of sports. I also said we could talk about other things if you want to talk about other things, you can. but I, I, I kind of like that to just kind of and it's not like specifically sports in general, but what me and Grant were talking about, Grant from WK2I joined us earlier in the show. we were talking about is how important it is for your kids. Do you think it's important? I guess I feel like it's important for kids to play multiple sports. Or at least do multiple activities. They don't have to play sports every season, but it's nice to, like, challenge them, get them doing some other things, get them involved with other activities. It could be chess club. There could be, like, a math or a science after-school thing going on. I don't know what those are because I didn't do after-school math or science. I did after-school work with Dad in the garage in the spring. But, like, that wasn't for me when I was young. It just wasn't a thing that I was into. I often would shoot baskets in the driveway next to the garage. The garage door's open my dad's working on a tractor or a lawnmower or something, working on a car. Hey, Rick, go get the three-quarter inch wrench. And then I'd drop the basketball running, get the three-quarter inch wrench, wherever it was, or hand it to dad. Stand there for a couple of minutes, be like, mm, and then just kind of like inch away, inch back out of the garage, and then the ball is bouncing again. My dad knows exactly where I am. When I'm playing basketball. Otherwise, we had a lot of dogs growing up, and I'm always play- I was always playing with the dogs. Nothing has changed. I'm always playing basketball. I'm always playing with the dogs. If I could combine playing with the dogs and basketball, I haven't figured out how to do that yet. I would, but it's just tennis balls and frisbees right now with the dogs. 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talking text line. Uh, Nate also thanked me for the tickets. He's going to Rock in the Prairie. Uh, if you guys missed out yesterday, I was giving away a lot of Rock in the Prairie tickets. Uh, as a high school athlete, I played football um, all the way through middle school. Do you guys worry about football nowadays in concussions? Is that why a lot of people aren't playing football? I know Aquinas has had trouble in the past getting numbers. I'm not so sure if that's because of concussions. But you read a lot about concussions across all sports, concussions in soccer, concussions in um, even in softball and stuff. You see a lot of players wearing helmets all the way around the base pass now in softball. But uh, are you afraid to put your kids into uh, sports like soccer or football because of concussions? I probably had a couple of concussions when I was in football. I remember a couple of times. I actually broke my leg senior year, too and uh, tore all my ligaments in my ankle, broke my, let's see, fibula, the little little uh, bone in your leg. The tibia is a big one, fibula is a little one, and my lower leg by my ankle. So I missed uh, probably the last half of the football season, which was really sad because I would have been, because I really liked that sport. It was it was pretty sad. I I, I didn't miss practices. I did miss going to the games. But all all my friends cheered for me on the sidelines while I crutched around. Six oh eight seventy five seven nine one four, Bitter Hearing Center, talking text line. Uh call it go ahead.
3: Hey, say I just wanna say where football went wrong, is helmets.
0: Okay, what what do you mean? Just in like wearing helmets or the, how the helmets are wearing
3: constru- wearing helmets, period.
0: Yeah, because back so, in the Okay, explain yourself, Joe.
3: Well, I think that wearing a helmet provides you a false security of what you can do leading with your head. And over time, that's going to cause you injury that's going to affect you way into your life after football. Take the helmets away, and people won't be leading with their heads. They won't be spearing. They won't be doing all these things that are causing these traumatic brain injuries. Do we have shoulder pads on still, Joe? Shoulder pads? Yeah, of course. Okay, but. These with the shoulder, you know, these people are spearing with their heads because they know what's going to cause, you know, the greatest effect.
0: I know, but I'm going to be, I'm going to be a tough guy kid here in high school, and my my opponent doesn't have a helmet on. None of us do. I have shoulder pads on. I'm going to try to hit him in the head with my shoulder pads because I'm tough. Go well
3: for it. Go for it. So the people, you know, once you don't have a helmet on, you learn how to tackle in a more effective way that doesn't involve your brain. It's going to make for better football and a better afterlife for the people who are playing the game. The football, the helmet provides a false sense of security that only causes more problems down the road because of the brain injury that you're sustaining while you think you're protected by the helmet. Did you play football, Joe? Did I play football? Yeah. I never play sports. I don't play sports. I'm okay. more of a science guy, and I understand oh, that. And I'm not trying to. Helmet.
0: Uh, I, here's, here's what I – when you say take the helmet off, I'm saying we have shoulder pads. They're giant. They're gigantic. They're, they're like – you might as well be wearing bricks on your shoulders. And I know kids in high school that want to play football simply because they want to blow up the other guy on the other team. So when, you, when you're not Listen, wearing helmets –
3: Once you learn that you don't have a helmet on, your Right. Uh, tackling practices are going to change. Right, but what don't I'm saying is of, don't be scared of the shoulder pads. People will learn how to tackle without using their head, which is ultimately what everyone wants because that's what causes the brain damage over a period of time. Once you learn to tackle without your head, right. everybody will learn. Will, will when, Once they're done with the game, they'll
0: be a lot better off. I understand what you're coming from. Thanks for the call, Joe. Uh, yeah, playing with helmets is an interesting concept. Without helmets, interesting concept because then, obviously, you're going to be conscious of the fact that you don't have a helmet. You're going to have to figure out other ways to tackle. But there's always those players out there that are headhunting, so to speak, but now they're going to be shoulder to head hunting because shoulder pads are gigantic. I think the whole equipment situation would have to change if you took helmets off football players. The shoulder pads would have to become... Maybe just a maybe a leather covering that covers your shoulder and and everything, and that way when you if you do hit someone in the head with your shoulder, which is I understand is kind of hard, but like if I tackle somebody and then somebody else wants to come clean up, I've got the the running back, he's still trying to get some yards, and he's starting to fall over, somebody tries to clean up, he's gonna leave with his shoulder right into somebody's head, so it would be hard to remove helmets from football almost impossible really i but i do get what you're coming from you would teach kids how to you know better tackle they would do everything would be more proper instead of like you know just getting concussed i guess the libertarian guy asked how many concussions does a person need before they learn not to tackle with their head yeah probably you know probably more than one I, I I remember getting what what happens now though when kids get concussions in high school and even middle school and stuff is they're out like the trainers there they look them over they're out and they might be out for a couple of weeks so and then they understand oh I'm out for a couple of weeks because of however they got concussed and that might be you know from a shoulder that might be you know it might be from falling on their head it might be from leading with their head so I think that's going to wrap it up I'm still a little off with the the clock here but I I'm gonna try to uh, figure it out but I think that is all the time we have for today thanks for listening have a good weekend for you guys going to rock in the prairie tomorrow have fun uh, we'll be back here on Monday on wisdom with mayor Tim Cabot